Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to the Fashion Lab. My name is Lisa Gumba Regisford, and on today's show, we're going to be discussing African fashion development initiatives. Now, a dynamic fashion scene has obviously emerged in many African countries in recent years, and African designers are slowly but surely conquering the international fashion scene in an amazing way. According to the development and corporation website, um, www.danc.eu, Grit Neuiger Adi insists that their success is likely to have an impact on the perception of the continent and its economic development, and I definitely concur. Now, as Africa and African fashion designers on the rise, obviously, we've seen um, Africa rise through Cape Town, Lagos, Nairobi, Dakar being some of the continent's new fashion hubs. It's obviously our responsibility to ensure that the fashion business are not just smiling down the ramp, but we're smiling to the banks. Um, now we are going to be, um, having conversations with really cool guests in studio today. And, um, we are going to also be joined by Edgy Benson, who's, uh, with Echoes from New York, uh, who's our New York, um, contributor and uh, representative. So keep your tweets coming at Fashion Lab AF. Share with us some of your favorite art fashion crossovers, collaborations. Share with us some of the, um, really cool um, fashion development initiatives that you think uh, you're seeing or you're a part of or you've heard of or you'd want to be in um, as we continue this show. Um, a very quick reminder as well, we've got my favorite segment at the end of the show called Who Would You Want to Dress and Why? So obviously I'd love you to feel free to share with us your who's and your why's at the end of the show. If you're tuned in, you have any questions, comments, our lines are open. Uh, we're on 0861 We are also on Twitter at Fashion Lab AF. We would definitely love to hear from you. Um, I have my beautiful guests uh, looking very uh, easy <laughs> and stunning today. Now, as we discuss African fashion development um, initiatives, we're joined in studio by Alina Mizori, who is the founder and director of ASM. We are also joined, um, we're going to be joined shortly by Roberta Anan, who is a um, development consultant and founder of Roberta Anan Consulting in New York. And we are also joined by another very special guest that I'm going to just um, introduce shortly. Um, now, Alina, welcome to the show. Thank you, Liz. I want to do something we normally do because, you know, normally <laughs> nobody asks me what I'm wearing anymore. So what I want to do is I'm going to ask you what you're wearing and then you'll ask me what I'm wearing so that we can all talk about what we are wearing. Um, I feel bad. What are you wearing? You look stunning. I feel bad because I'm going to say again, I'm wearing Rubicon. Gosh, when are you going to wear Lisa Gumbo? Jeez. Like, I didn't know you came to for fully figured. Stop it. Don't do, that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm joking, Liz. But I know well, you too. Welcome to the show. You look really beautiful. Thank you. Um, we have a very special guest in studio as well who looks beautiful. She's got a very clean, bold head, um, wrapping some beautiful um, sort of poncho shawl. Um, we've got Theo in studio. Theo, welcome to the show. Thank you, Liz. Don't you remember me, Liz? You know, I'm starting to feel... I can't believe I, I'm it. starting to feel so bad, but like... You should do. But can you not bash me on air? <laughs> Can we take it outside? We'll take it outside. <laughs> me and you. Let's take it outside, me and you, after the show. No, but Liz, thanks very much. It's a pleasure to be here. I've just arrived, actually, today. And that's why, surprisingly, when someone tried to tell me something on the phone, I'm like, uh, who, he, K, 
Welcome. So, but welcome to the show. Thanks very much. So, my name's Theo, Theo Mamabala. Um, I've been in the fashion business for 25 years. I've, I've come over here many, many times. But, um, my link to South Africa was I did two London Fashion Week shows, Ubuntu, they were called. And, uh, I've always been about, um, profiling talent, actually, that just so happens to be Afrocentric, because I think that's the way we should look at fashion. Theo, it's so nice. You know, I think I saw you like, what, five years? Uh, years? Now it's all you know, coming no, back. But listen, but you, you know what? Welcome to the show. I want to know who you're wearing. What, why you're wearing, who you're wearing, and who you're wearing. Well, because even I just came from my flight. It's all about comfort today. I've got my boyfriend jeans on. I've got my beautiful South African-made um, bangle. I've got my market... Cuffs, they call them. I've got this wonderful sort of Afrocentric shawl and my, what do you call them again? What do you call those ugly sandals that one wears? <laughs> but they're so comfortable. What, do, what are they called again? What's the name? No one is taking pictures, Theo. <laughs> no, don't one. worry. No, no, no. This they're is a colorful. Very, they're beautiful. This is a but very, I love them anyway. This is a very visual show. So I will definitely take a picture and tweet and I, maybe our okay. listeners right. can actually share with us the name of those. I you know what, the, you know what they're called? Look. Those ugly things. But Ali, Alina, what do you call those? There's a name for them. The old school way no. of saying Never mind. I'm at cops. That's like what a lockdown culture way. I'm at cops. I mean, oh. shoo. They're really comfortable. Well, that's the look today. Very nice. Comfort. Very nice. And so you're here. Are you going to also be a part of um, the event that that's happening? I am. You know, Alina and I go way, way back. Gosh, it's a small and world. And it, it's a wonderful <laughs> world because, you know, everybody's sort of progressing in their relative field. So Alina has kindly invited me to be the moderator for the business talk. And it's really centered on um, Africa, fashion, and really, I think, the focus point on business and retail. You know, I mean, I think we've got, you know, great profiles and great up-and-coming designers, but I think it's really about intra-Africa trade. And, you know, how are we going to be doing business, not only on an international level, but on an African continental level as well? I love it. I want to go straight into the conversation because of the fact that we are sitting here really trying to dissect um, the African Fashion Development Initiatives, what's going across the continent or the diaspora, and I really want to tack in. So I want us to start with you, Alina. Let's talk about ASM and some of the initiatives that you're pushing so far to help develop the industry, and then we're also going to touch on um, the Saturday event as well. Okay, thanks, um, Liz, once again. And uh, just to echo on what uh, Theo has just said is that, you know, sometimes relationships and connections that you make 15 years back, they'll still come back, you know, and kind of form um, a package of what you want to do and how you want to grow the industry um, and actually just kind of focus with that input and export um, uh, relationships within the continent. Going back to ASM, um, you know, when I started ASM, I, it was more about developing young designers. It was more about making young designers understand the business side of, 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 of fashion, you know, how to actually make sure that they focus on the quality, how to make sure that they focus on the product development and understanding the next level of market access. How do you market yourself as a brand, whether it's showcasing into fashion shows and getting into the retail element. And with it, that drive has now kind of made us to get into the whole export opportunities within the 
within the continent, which we write here where we're celebrating Africa Month. You know, and DAG, which is actually the support of it, is doing it for the second year. And they are saying that together we can build a better Africa and a better world. And how so to do it, you know, we do it through fashion, mm. you know, and that's what we're doing. Tio, let's talk about Tio's vision, la haute culture. You ah, know, la haute culture. La, oui, la haute culture, la oui, c'est ça. Culture, oui, oui. c'est ça. Tu parles français. Oui, oui, je on parle français. On peut continuer en français ou Oui, mais ça, mais est-ce qu'ils vont nous comprendre? C'est ça la question. Est-ce qu'il y a des francophones là? Non, il n'y a pas les francophones. Okay. Peut-être partout, mais on va continuer en anglais. Excuse-moi, anglophone. Anglophone africain. They're looking at us like, uh, <laughs> we are part of the conversation. Thanks. <laughs> yes, because I thought in my head, I thought, you know, why is Tio actually using the vision la haute culture? Yeah. But then, okay, I guess, let's break it down a bit let's talk about it well so I, you know i have been in the business for a long time and and I, i think the reason there are two parts to that there's theo's vision so what i'm really looking at are certain fashion designers that tick boxes that are important to me so those boxes would be Archives. I think it's really important to look at the archives and be inspired by the African archives. Then it would be innovation. I'm looking for something new. I'm looking for a new narrative. You know, I'm looking for innovation. Thirdly would be cultural reference. I, and I'm not talking about overt cultural reference either because I like the idea of discovering that at some layer there is a connection to Africa. So there is that cultural reference as well. I like beautiful things, so it has to be beautiful. <laughs> I like unique things, so it has to be unique. So as you can see, you're laughing. So I've got a lot of boxes that I'm ticking, and that's what I'm looking for. So not every designer or Afrocentric designer can fit that um, criteria, but that is what I'm looking at because that's what represents me. That's what I am. And then the the vision is like Okuchu is like Okuchu, as you know, Liz is a very rigorous. Um, set of criteria for okuchu designers, you know, and I'm looking for that um, element in our designers, you know, quality, finishing, you know, all those sorts of things, because I feel that we have to set those high standards, and we can, and we do. So that is just where I position myself. And then la okuchu is also that all of those Um, particular aspects of fashion are also global so that we then fit into not only our own narrative as Africans but on the global stage we are we can compete on the same level tell me is this um, so la haute culture is that similar or is it is new faces working under la haute culture or is new faces the program a different program that works hand in hand yeah So there is an, that that is the umbrella, and under that umbrella, I do a lot of different things. I do new faces, new designers, um, new brands. I'm also it's also musical. It's really about arts and culture because I feel that that is actually what great designers are. They're artists and they're cultural um, storytellers. So yeah, that that's what we we aim to do. So it's really great to come back to South Africa and, you know, via um, Alina, see what's happening over here. I mean, I think it's great that um, Alina is really focusing on the emerging designers 
and especially focusing on trade. You know, because at the end of the day, all of those criteria like that, that I just mentioned, yeah. it's fabulous. But if you're not if selling you're, it, exactly. if you're not smiling to the bank, if it's not commercially viable, why? Exactly. Why? And I, but but I think the reason that I'm so hot on those um, different aspects of fashion is that that is your USP into the global fashion arena. So at least that we're all starting on a level fa- um, playing field. And then from then... We start to look at how we're going to market this, how we're going to um, focus on sales, and you know how we can collaborate. That is the, the word, power. isn't that is it? The magic. Yes. It's the collaboration, isn't it? Very that is very the magic. Important. Yes. Guys, you know what? I want to talk about the lifestyle experience, the lifestyle fashion experience that's going to be happening in the weekend. Yes. But before we plug in that, I want to also just plug in a very special lady. Her name is Roberta Anand. She's the CEO and founder of Roberta Anand Consulting. And she's also a development consultant, consultant with expertise in business development and fundraising. She also aligns investors with government entities and key strategic key holders, um, shareholders. And um, she's joining us on the show. She's in the process of setting up um, an impact investment fund and forum for Africa to be launched in um I think it's already launched. But anyway, either way, we just want to welcome Roberta to the show. Roberta, welcome. Thank you. How are you, Liz? We are fine. How are you? <laughs> great, great. Can we ask... Can, New York City, but... <laughs> yes, I can I can imagine. Is is the sun rising or is, is it a bit chilly or... <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> Slowly, but you know what? We are happily um, stylish in the studio today and we also care about what you're wearing. I know it's early, but what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into into the the the, the, the conversations, well, should I? <laughs> you, you can. Or you can also just you can use some fiction, apply some fiction, be creative. <laughs> That's what we do. I'll say I'm wearing a, a, a wonderful silk <laughs> yes. house coat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Roberta, we are not going to we are not going to harass you. We'll ease up on that. But um, I just want to thank you for joining us today. And uh, as we continue to dissect this topic around African fashion development initiatives, I want to really just get straight, uh, you know, into what you're doing with your um, with your business. Um, handling projects valued at six million to two hundred million dollars, with responsibility for the expansion of different corporations, small to medium-sized enterprises in Africa, and the establishment of several foundations. What process do you use to make decisions on where you invest? So basically, um, and also I think this, just a quick update that I wanted to add, I recently did a joint venture partnership um, in London with a multifamily office called LJ Partnership. So um, in terms of making like the strategic decisions, it's now more of a decision that's taking, you know, as a collective rather than just me as an individual. Um, they are a multifamily office that look after 500 families, high net worth families with about 12 billion assets and management. So my partnership with them um, is to create clients and financial solutions for the African market. And how I make decisions really, I work with local partners. Um, because I feel the local content is very important. This is what a lot of investors, you know, often um, don't take into our account. You cannot come with um, a model <clears throat> and like a one-size-fit model because Africa has like 54 countries um, and it's, you know, very in term- diverse, you know, in terms of 
tradition, cultures, governance, um, you know, what the needs of each population. So it's really, really important to have local partners. And that's why at my new joint venture, so my company has kind of gone from just being a solo company that was um, working with clients and governments and brokering um, relationships to bring in investment into a joint venture relationship where, um, you know, like our bandwidth is larger so we can um, basically do more and also have access to uh, more capital and um, we do we make decisions by having key local partners. So that's what we're building now for the first years to identify local partners in each region that would that has the cachet, I'll say cultural cachet that has the relationships on the government level, that has the local knowledge. Um, and you know, obviously, this helps us in making our decisions because we don't want to go in blindly, which is what the mistake a lot of mis- um, um, investors make. It's very. It's um, it's very cool it's to cool um, to to hear what you you know what you're doing. Your work obviously spans across numerous industries, from fashion to aviation. But your affinity for fashion in Africa has served as a catalyst for you to create a nonprofit organization called Fralane. Is Fralane a part of um of the Roberta Anan Consultation Farm? Is it something that just strictly focuses on fashion? Can we talk about that or unpack that a bit? Yes. Yeah, so basically. Um the model that I adopt for every business is the same. It's just that the verticals are different. So I go into different kind of industries, but I started my business at my profession, uh, professional, uh, my career at the United Nations doing exactly what I, I started um, the concept that I built the um, consulting business on, which is really relationship management, bringing investors to, um, to Africa or bringing, African high net worth or governments to the global scene, like for global positioning. So it's the same principle that I um, I use to, um, to create Ferlan. Ferlan is um, basically looking at expansion, expanding the global footprint of African luxury brands. So we, I worked on a project when I was at the UN, just to give you a bit of a background on how this whole thing started. When I was at the UN, I was invited by Franca Tuzani, um, who started um, an initiative with a, a brilliant lady called Evie Evangelo, called, um, that, that was called Fashion for Development. And they were looking at a way in which they can use fashion as a tool to address, you know, developmental challenges and to bring economic value to um, developing countries around the world. So I sat on the board of that organization as the Africa chair. Um, So we did, in 2012, an amazing issue in in Vogue Italia called Rebranding Africa, which was really, really dynamic because we had Ban Ki-moon on the cover of um, of a Vogue magazine. And we interviewed heads of states from different countries and created the opportunity for people to see Africa in a different, basically the narrative was changing. It wasn't about war. It wasn't about AIDS. It wasn't about Ebola. It was just about representing Africa under new lenses and people like really identifying their opportunities on the continent. Mm -hmm. And I really saw, because I was part of the project, I was a project developer. I also saw how this impacted the local designers in Africa. Because shortly after that, there was more interest. Um, there was an order that was created to Franca's relationships on youth.com where 10 designers represented. Then came, you know, other things like 
one of the designers that we worked with, Larry de Silva, quickly went into Dolce and Gabbana. Um, so I was like, okay, this is interesting, but how do I kind of hone in and just focus on Africa? Because that's a, pa- um, a passion of mine. I'm very, very much about promoting Africa and really changing the narrative and creating comparative narratives. So I was like, okay, I need to create, look at the entire value chain and look at the issues. Because even with the Yuke's order, right, we had a lot of things that were returned um, by because the, of the, you know, the quality. quality. So there were, mm-hmm. yeah, aren't proper quality control measures in place. We have issues with the production and manufacturing, mm, access and raw material, and even all the way to the retail. So when you look at the entire value Pricing. chain, we need mm. to add value at each level. Exactly. So I'm like, how do I create? Because my thing, I'm always a problem solver, and I always try to find solutions to to problems. But how do we find a solution to this? So Frelan was basically built on that model to look at production to the end user. Because while we are seriously pushing the agenda to put African designers on the map, we need to also look at the challenges that they, and we need to address them because we are not just at the table because we're Africans. It's yes. not a charitable yes. cause. It's really business. And we're, we're, we are look, we're fighting for the same position with Russians, with Chinese, with other markets. So we need to make sure that our, our stuff the, is, the, tight, the, is up to par. Yeah. Is up to par, exactly. Roberta, so, you've got partners here. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got partners here. Alina here. I mean, the African fashion vibe, you know, yeah. that whole lifestyle initiative that we are doing this over this weekend with arts and culture, you know, celebrating Africa Month. That's literally what we're talking about. And collaboration is the word that we should be pushing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I realize that when you do something alone, you're sitting there at the corner, there's no way that you, <laughs> you can actually get to the next level. Yes. You know, the relationships that we have, like with Theo coming over here with her experience of 25 years, I call out WhatsApp, Theo, this is what is happening. We want to enter into that UK market. How do we do it with you there? Santa yes, in yes. Uganda, we want to enter into that market. How do we do it with you there? You know, yes. Diana in Kenya, mm. we want to enter into the Kenyan market. How do we do it there? So in each and every country within the continent, when we knock, we're knocking with someone mm. that is listening to all of us and we're actually talking the same language. And that's literally what we're doing with African Fashion Vibe, um, Liz. You know, the, the, the elements of African Fashion Vibe is literally obviously the... Developmental aspect with this, which is the young designers. And then the second one, it's the, you know, the retail element. And the yeah. third, it's obviously the showcasing and, and obviously people that we've invited into our country, South Africa, you know, making sure that they can also learn about the tourism aspect, you know, of, of mm-hmm. South Africa, because, you know, they go away, they actually kind of share, you know, about our country and vice versa, you know, we do the same. So I'm just saying that, you know, that partnership business is needed, you know. We're all going through the same challenges, which is capacity, you know, pricing, fabrication, and, you know, together. Production. If we, production, mm. you know, and, and, and that's what it is. We need to push more retail, you know, boutiques that actually just, um, you know, um, stocked with local and African products. You know, mm. we have a great um, story. Hi, Roberta. I'm, is Theo speaking? <laughs> Definitely about collaboration. But we have a great Nigerian um, boutique called Alara. Have you heard of Alara? Yes, 
I have. And I think it's an amazing concept. I mean, you know? it's absolutely yeah. fabulous on a par with Colette, where you have luxury brands alongside our homegrown brands. Yeah. Mm. We also have another boutique that's called Stranger Lagos, which is, and it's for men and it's on a different type of, um, well, it's a different kind of positioning, but the same boutique, um, um, positioning, but, um, up and coming brands, new. I mean, Lagos is, is quite a nice sort of template to look at in terms of retail. And, um, but I think the challenge for us in terms of sales is, you know, um, Lizzie was just speaking in French and Francophone Africa doesn't really know Anglophone mm. Africa mm. and yes. the cultural dynamics. I was telling the story to Alina when I went to um, Senegal and I went to the market <laughs> and I was asking this lady, you know, how much is this? And she said to me, c'est moins cher que gratuit, which means, you know, it's cheaper than free. Mm. You know, that was, that was our starting point, <laughs> you know? And then I was saying, you know, when I go to <laughs> the Nigerian market and I say, you know, how much is this? You know, he'll start from the top the price, top. thousand, you know, <laughs> naira. And then I have to bring him to be a beggar. Your sister be this a beg. Let's talk. You know, and these are the different. <laughs> cultural dynamics that you know one has to overcome as well in terms of um, our sales strategy as well i think also just to add on to that um i also want to just kind of say that you know when you look at africa and the fashion industry like four years ago five years ago mm-hmm. quality was a very big challenge mm-hmm. production was also just a nightmare i'm not saying it's not it's just a it's a nightmare, but it's a bit more, you know, we are getting by. Mm. So I think for me, one of the things first that we have to commend Africa for is that we are at a, we are at a different, a whole new level right now. Yeah. And that is why, um, when it comes to penetrating the global marketplace, we have more, I think it's more pride. There's more pride. There's mm. more, um, you know, uh, sort of, a. um, there's power you know we we go out there feeling strong feeling um powerful and 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 bold and sure that look this is what yes this is my offering to you you can take it or leave it and i think um empowering the industry to understand that we are no longer at the and i'm not gonna say it's not badly but the example you gave of your your experience at the dakar market Mm. is we are not not we're not longer selling you we're not desperate and i think that the industry has to be empowered to know that, look, your product is already up to this level, meaning you need to be able to go boldly and trade in the world. And another thing is also just to remember, Africa also just needs to remember there's nothing wrong with Africa. We're not, we're not, we're not legless. We're not mm, disabled. We stop you know? the unknown. We cannot be just saying, but it's Africa. No. <laughs> well, so what now? Mm. You go into the market boldly with a proper product up to par on every level. And handle your business like a business, a global business, uh, you know, individual. That's it. I want to share a few statistics just to add to what you're saying. You know, like Africa's fast rise is purchasing power, right? Obviously, you're looking at fuels and long-term sustainable growth. But six out of 13 of the world's fastest growing economies are in Africa. Mm. Okay. 128 million households in Africa have discretionary income as of 2020. 1.4 1.4 trillion consumer spending in Africa sure. is the 1.4 trillion dollars <laughs> is a consumer spending in Africa. 
2.6 trillion is the collective GDP in Africa. So we need to know that we are at the table and we are, are an opportunity. But I think the biggest challenge is we're still very much in that whole mentality of we're getting aid. We are pretty, <laughs> we don't want to give the, you know, like the best quality because we are Africa. We need to create a different narrative. That's where the issue is. We need to educate and build capacity. When it comes mm-hmm. to fashion designers, I realize that, you know, although we have creative talent on the continent, there isn't, you know, the business sense. You need to be able to combine the business mm-hmm. with because most people that are doing really well in fashion have worked 20 years or more and they're like a big fashion brand and then they come up with their own collection. They've been educated in like, you know, fashion institutions around the world and they take their business very seriously. But in Africa, the issue is you have somebody who's talented and then they just get up and they call themselves a fashion designer Mm. and don't have the right skills or training to be competitive in the market. So one of the solutions to this, so Frelan launched a non-profit organization in 2014 called African Fashion Fund. It's not a fund, it's a foundation. And the focus of AFF is really to provide designers with capacity building through internship placement, educational opportunities and partnership with like established players in the fashion industry. And I we believe that like giving the exposure to designers on the continent, to bigger brands who know the business, who have done the business. Um, it's a way in which they can learn. And trust me, that we started this program in 2014. We have worked with three designers so far. Obviously, because we're a small organization and it's funded by Furlan, you know, it's a self-funded thing. We're not. We're now, like, working on a scheme to bring in, like, you know, donations so that we can scale up and create a comprehensive, sustainable fashion program. But... Because so we can really handle like one or two designers per year. It's very challenging. Mm-hmm. But even that designer, when they return back to Africa, it's a very different perspective on like their business. Mm-hmm. You know, they increase their sales. They're very, very, you know, in terms of production, where they source, everything is different. And they would have built like so many relationships in New York. We've done it in New York and in Washington, D.C. That will help grow their business. And what is even more impactful is the, the fact that they they go back and train others mm. and they met others, you know, mm. to to really uh, address this business, you know, like as a proper business and not, you know, a charitable organization as has been done in the past. So, yeah, we're really looking for room to collaborate with organizations like, you know, um, African Fashion Vibe and Fashion Lab. I would love to to definitely take this conversation um, offline and see how best we can collaborate because I think we have similar mandates and as a collective we can make more impact than trying to do it in our individual capacities wow i want to say you know it's been so nice chatting and i know that between the four of us we could sit here all day but (laughs) but that is not gonna happen we're gonna have to like you said take it offline um however you know we really appreciate your time uh we appreciate what you're doing for the industry out there what do you do you see uh where do you see the future for african fashion um roberta with all said and done. I, I know that the next John Galliano is going to come from the African continent. I know the next, you know, house of Dior is going to come from the African continent. I think we're there. And like, you know, you can also tell by established brands using African prints, you know, in their collections. 
the opportunity is there for us. They see that the craftsmanship is there. So I feel like in the next few years, we will, we will we'll create, we'll have a designer that obviously crosses over to this market and is going to be huge. I'm a firm believer in that. I think, like you mentioned, um, with Alara and all of these stores, it's really a way in which the narrative is changing. Africans are now being aligned with luxury, which was initially an oxymoron. It's like it just never existed. Mm. Now people are seeing, wow, like in Lagos is an opportunity. Like a lot of the brands are going there now. This is going to expand to different countries in the West. I know Ghana um, people, um, design, um, brands are also looking into Ghana and South Africa. It's already um, a booming industry, Kenya. So I think the key here is really as Africans, we just working together. We need to integrate the model. We need to like trade with each other. We need to understand each other. We don't need the West to come in and educate us on, trust me, I've met with people that have been to like 40 African countries out of the 54 and tell me more about the culture than, you know, I'm Ghanaian and I was born and raised in Ghana. And they actually educate me on different African cultures. And I think this needs to change. Mm -hmm. So we need to promote, we need to educate ourselves and we need to work together as we need. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, It's been really nice having you on the show, Roberta. How can our listeners connect with you? Um. So they can email info at africanfashionfund.org. Okay. Yes. And we will connect after. (laughs) More to the point. We, we, we actually, if you are in South Africa and you're still here, we would like you to attend the, the business talk. Tomorrow. When is, when is, when is she she's, she's unless she's private jetting in tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I can tell them that, Roberta. Unless you're private jetting, but we will send you the info. Who knows? You know, the world has become such a small little space these days. You know, exactly. One minute you're here, the next you're. Do you in. know something else I wanted to add, just to Roberta's, um, you know, her sort of perspective is that we are actually the pioneers. You know, we are the ones that are going to create the change. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's such a wonderful positioning t- to be in because we are creating history, you know, and yeah. it's, it, it really is us doing the changing. And it's a wonderful legacy that we are leaving, you know, for the next generation, like my children, which is I often think about when I'm doing, you know, any of my initiatives, you know, the, the legacy, what is the narrative that we're leaving for the next generation? Because it's more than fashion. It's story, it's values, it's respect, it's all those things. And also the sort of um, unifying of of the African continent. Mm. You know, my children are Senegalese, French, English and Nigerian. That's the heritage. That is what the next generation is about. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That's it. Look... As, like I said, ladies, we'll need to have a glass of nice uh, red wine oh, on me after good. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Roberta, it, it has really been nice having you on the show. Um, we wish you all the best uh, and continue to obviously uh, keep up the good work. Um, in Theo's words, like like she said, we are the pioneers. So let's just continue running and let the rest benefit out of our um, yeah. out of our hard work and out of our consistency. Yeah, let's find a way to collaborate. I'm, I'm yes. But thank you so much for having me. And um, 
Uh, I really, really appreciate you having me on your show and I really enjoy chatting with you ladies. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Have a lovely day. Thank you. Thank Bye, you. Rebecca. Right. Goodbye. Bye. Wow, what that was nice. Ladies. Yeah, she's doing amazing stuff. <laughs> but you guys are all doing amazing stuff. You guys are all doing amazing stuff. But I love Theo. What you're saying is like we have taken responsibility because yes. that was also one thing where everyone talk about what we want to see, but no one's really stepping up to be the change. You yeah. have to start moving around when you want to be. We see a change exactly. and actually be the change you want to see. Exactly. So I think uh, I have to also commend you, ladies, for what you're doing. I want to go back to the Africa fa- lifestyle fashion experience by ASM. And I want to also understand what Theo is down here doing. And I'm hoping that we can slip in a little time to also connect. <laughs> Everyone is trying to connect offline. Everyone's looking everyone. for their own, yes. as we say in Niger. Yes. I didn't look my own. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> Which one is your own? Which, Which one is your own? <laughs> <laughs> so what are you what are you um obviously I'm sure that like you said Alina obviously made sure or may pulled some strings to make sure that you are here because you felt like it was important that your presence yeah. what, was felt during this event what is, what it, yeah yes. what role are you what are you doing well, first of all I just want to say this just talk about relationships because Alina called me and said I'm doing this and I said I'm in <laughs> <laughs> because it's Alina. This is what we talk about in terms of relationships. I'm laughing because sorry, Does this is sound. a commercial break. It sounds like me. Hi, I'm doing this. We need you. When? What do you need? This? How many? Exactly. There. Tech finished. Goodbye. Because you trust her. It's relationships. It's relationships, power. and that's where the power is, and that's where the collaboration is. So Alina said, "Come, and I'm here." You know. <laughs> And what are you looking to achieve during the time you're here? I think everything is about connections. It's all about connections. And I think it's all about transfer of skills and it's all about sharing expertise and it's all about learning. It's all about growing. It's all about solutions. It's all about problem solving. It's, it's all because that's what we are. We are all of it. That's, we you know we come from this huge continent with so much Passion, and, passion and culture and, and fire and, and you know, I mean, I mean seriously, should we, seriously, should I sing a song or what? <laughs> should I write a song for this I mean, or what? There is no reason on earth why anything that we do should not be powerful because we come from power. Power breeds power. That's all there is to it. So now it's how do we channel that power how do we forge the relationships within that power how do we create initiatives and with also not just actually a focus on the emerging designers we had a conversation in the car with Alina we were talking about you know her positioning with development of emerging designers which is hugely important from an intra-trade perspective I think but Let's not forget our established designers because they they were developed, you know, young designers before and they need international sales. That's what mm. my thing. Mm. The designers, the established designers now need to get that recognition and um, financial um, sales from Paris, for example, from London. Harrods need to stop their, their collections. Um, Gallery Lafayette need to stop their collection. Colette needs to stop their collections. You know, that the story is expounded on both levels. So I'm all about emerging because I, that is the new blood mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Africa. Mm-hmm. But I'm also about 
the old school. No, me too. <laughs> it should be me. I <laughs> I agree. We have to cover ourselves, right? <laughs> so like, how can we? How are we gonna just build uh, all the other things? But I love yes. I love what you're saying and I love what you're doing. And another question is within your capacity, are you connecting? Are you one of the connectors that we can look? out to and also connect with as we continue to build, knowing that we have a Theo sitting in London somewhere and being able to have access to certain um, fashion industry um, sort of platforms where we could actually help leverage some of these brands, including mine. <clears throat> I'll talk about that offline. Alice. That's good. That's African. I love the way she came in yeah, with that one. So that was African. so subtle, wasn't you, it? Yeah, you but, you, you, right but we have to take care of all of ourselves. And, and I think another mm. thing before we go on, this is just for Africa, if Africa's listening is, and my husband taught me this, is don't be shy to sit down in a meeting and actually say that, okay, we have sold all the cows. Now here are my cows also. They, are they, they need to be sold. They, they, they also need to be sold. sold. <laughs> they, are, they are your own cows. Who will sell them for you? You will sell ah. them yourself. So it's fine. We are Starts helping everyone, including me. <laughs> no, but this is actually my next focus. You know, I told you I did two Ubuntu shows where I focused on particular designers that I felt could penetrate the international market. So now I want to continue my Ubuntu 3 and I want I would like to take it to Lagos actually, but it's actually London Paris Africa if you will, but really bringing Gallery Lafayette, Colette, their buyers because I don't I they should come and pay. <laughs> we yes, should see yes. some investment so I yes. beg. We should see some money or dollars and pounds in coming dollars in. Dollars and pounds and come and buy our designs because they will sell. I want to they say I want to introduce a very special person as well. We've got Edge uh, Edge Benson rolling over um with Echoes from New York. And just a quick intro to you ladies, Edgy runs a company, a fashion services company based in New York called NU in New York. Mm-hmm. And it's a sourcing services um, company to fashion designers and fashion houses such as Vera Wang, Bill Blass, Chloe, uh, Kate Spade, and stores like Harrods, Saks, and Collette. Now that we are talking about, mm-hmm. um, you know, just um, outlets and platforms that we can continue to expand this African fashion um, narrative. Now, Edgy is joining us on the show as well. He normally contributes and also just shares um, his feedback from that side of the world because again at the end of the day I think it's very powerful to be able to have these conversations with um, our different African brothers and sisters yes. across the, the world and, and, and just kind of get a feel of you know what's really exactly. going on if I want to launch my new denim line in New York Edgy how do you think I can mm. go about it who yes. have you and all of that so Edgy welcome to the show thanks guys how are you Hi, Edgy. Hi, thank you. Get ready to get swallowed by these ones today. I know, I know. But I'm so proud of you guys, though. I mean, everybody today was just amazing. Roberta, Tio, Alina, you guys are doing so much. So it's just me sitting here just listening to you guys banter. It's really awesome. (laughs) Well, welcome to the show. What's your take so far? Alina is, um, definitely a friend of the, of the brand and a friend of the family as well and uh, we go way back and when we were talking about connections this is really connections and relationships like she will get me to sometimes I don't even see the detail I'm just like she asked me to be there okay what do you need how many here okay they're there Theo is we go way back but we I've just haven't been in touch with Theo for a long time but then she's obviously holding it down she's based in London she's here to come and actually uh, do something special with Alina under this um, fashion event that's happening this 
month, I mean this weekend. Yes. And it's obviously yes. also a bit in association with Africa Month, uh, Alina. A, yeah, it's an association with yes. Africa Month celebration, which DAG yeah. is actually the, the, um, the, what is it? The sponsor, you know, because it's the second yeah. year that they've had it. Last year they went to Durban and they went to Mpumalanga where they brought African d- designers from different continent, from the different, um, country, I mean to say. And this year we're doing the same. We're inviting designers who represent the four region of the continent. You know, we're having a lifestyle, um, experience, if I can call it through fashion, accessories, and, you know, the food cuisine element is there as well. We, you know, after watching this amazing show of designers from, Africa, then you actually just mm, kind of yeah. go through the then whole. Then they're not love then rice they're, and eh, what? Then and you're the not. Music then you're not starving us to death. Selling. Normally, we just get a bit of some champagne and like a little hors d'oeuvre, and then come on Saturday, you, eat. Liz, you will have your jollof rice <laughs> and the pilau masala. Eh. <laughs> okay. So, so, listening to you guys, I, I I know that we we're not lacking effort. We're not lacking. Um, design talent we're really not lacking anything you know it's like the, the continent is it's it's in it's just in flux with so much uh, uh talent and so much effort I, I think what we do need though is we we have to we have to be careful not to look at fashion from this narrow window that we see it clothing design and 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 and, and styling because fashion is a fantasy and it's it, 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 it's, it's, it's a wider range of things. It needs a, a range of things to happen in Africa that would support it. So when I think now we have the, 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 the platforms that you have, um, I like what Alina is doing and I like what Tio is doing and what Roberta is doing. So all of this points to the fact that we have effort, but we do have to, make this effort helpful enough to design as a whole in Africa to develop it. Um, so we have to increase the scope. Uh, design needs uh, a lot of complementary competencies to, to try. Mm. So we need to, we need to have initiatives that are inclusive of photography or I- initiatives that look at photography, that look at how we can grow the modeling industry, uh, textiles, um, and just the raw development of skills in Africa, the sewing, the, the draping, you know, uh, you know, all of these things. And just the idea of styling your clothes as a designer, the idea of merchandising your clothes as a designer and how we, how we can organize and properly, um, design trade shows because all of this adds to the appeal of fashion. Mm, all of this adds true. to how we develop the, the perception of fashion in the industry, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, in the, in, in, in the continent. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's where I feel like if we have to do anything, it's, mm-hmm. it's just expanding our, our focus yeah. to those areas that we're not mm-hmm. looking at. Ladies, you're all nodding well, your heads. <laughs> Edgy, where are you from? Just out of interest. Oh, I'm Nigerian. Oh, ah, <laughs> no. Connection. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Nigerian, but I started fashion in New York, and then I set up my own company nine oh, years ago. Okay. And I work with, I develop uh, collections for Harrods, and I, oh, I do okay. work for Chloe, right. Rodate. Okay. Um, we develop the fabrics, we develop this, the mm. co- the color stories, the the 
the silhouettes, uh, just about what you see on the runway from the <laughs> well, beginning to the end. I mean, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And um, just to say that, you know, before I started doing, you know, the London fashion shows, I was 15 years as a model, which taught me an international model, which taught me everything. I did Vogue, I did I did all the top things. But what I'm saying is that it taught me marketing, you know, going around seeing horrible people with my book, you know, and, and getting turned down, you know, 99% of the job. But it taught me that I was my brand. That's what I learned about branding. I learned yes. that I was the brand and I was the product. And then I I sort of developed a way of getting jobs, which would just be about connections, this connection. If you talk to somebody, they remember you, you know, and of 300 girls, you speak to somebody, they remembered you. And then I went into magazine work when I was doing, you know, editorial work. So I was makeup brief, you know, style brief, um, editing, all those things. So what I'm saying is that it took me 25 years to mm. do this London Fashion Week show. And it wasn't just about the show. It was mm-hmm. the music that I chose. It was the makeup brief. It was the designers that I chose. This was an experience. You came to the show and you entered into this world that I created. So we are also in the beginning of, you know, a new narrative and it's going to take us time as well to develop, okay. to get to that stage that you, you know, that, that, that we will get to, but it is a step by step stage. And I, mm. and I really do agree with you that it's much more than the clothing because when I look at photographers I'm picking them based on their art Mm -hmm. you know I want to see beautiful pictures and I know what is beautiful Mm -hmm. so there's no point having a beautiful collection that's going to be shown you know Mm -hmm. with terrible lighting Mm -hmm. so the photography is really important the models that I choose they're really really important the music that I select the makeup I mean so if we could look at it, it's a whole mm. package. Mm-hmm. So if we're looking at photography, merchandise, we were talking about that in the car, um, Alana, merch, uh, merchandising, um, styling, um, furniture. Sure. What about furniture? That the beautiful, beautiful Absolutely. furniture that's coming out now. Um, this uh, so it's the industry now. We're talking about the African fashion industry or we're just talking about the fashion industry Valentine. that happens to be yep. african you know, let's twi- yes. let's twist it yes. you know with yes, africa absolutely. africa no yeah fabulous furniture fabulous fashion fabulous design that is african mm. you know so we're not on that bandwagon sometimes that we are on when we say mm. african Alina, mm. what do you think? Liz, Alina, what, do you what think? are your thoughts? Mm. I, I definitely agree with you. And like mm. I said, I always say that, you know, one thing, it, it's not just one thing. It's a whole value chain. And if one thing is loose on it, then the then the story is just not complete or is just mm. not right. So I think, obviously, those are the things that we care about. Those are the things that we have to push. When people see me making noise about models, like <laughs> to a point where there's a show where I literally wanted to go change backstage and just tell people it's gonna be one hour today because it's me who's doing the show okay and go change into dress one and then keep going go do my little pose go back and just say guys keep drinking your champagne or whoever the sponsor is i'm i'll be back 15 times and i can do it 
with so much power, so much sass mm. that I'm like, why are you out there calling yourself a model looking like you got hit by a bass and then dragged to the river when the truth is this is your career? Like you exactly. are joking yeah. with your life. You know? And like you said, Theo, I also mm. feel, Theo, that our hustle back in the day was, was different. Mm. The models look like they got hit by a bass. I promise you mm. these days. Mm. And they show up and I don't know what happened. I don't know what's changed. They're and not then the brand, they just don't know? look like models. Mm. And that's why the pressure of me feeling like I'm going to do my own yeah, show myself know, is I because are you seriously? You've got to be kidding me. But you know, another thing that I've, I've learned, because when I did that show, I, I didn't, um, I put money into the models. They were investment as well. I paid for good models. And I find that a lot of showcases, don't actually pay the models what they deserve. Mm-hmm. And gotta invest. The funny looking ones. <laughs> <laughs> guys, you know. Guys, listen. Yeah. We're gonna talk and talk, and I think we'll take this offline. Edgy, what are your last thoughts with this whole conversation? Because we just want to wrap up. And uh, what are your last thoughts? I think what my last thoughts would be. You, we have to understand in Africa that fashion is fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 when we stay on the realm of the real. We lose what fashion is. We lose the aspirational aspect of it. We have to learn to create fantasies in Africa uh, on the fashion basis. And that, that is, it's, it means that we have to create uh, the right environments for our shows. We have to have, everything has to be a story that is, that is symphonic. You know, it's not just the dress. It's where we shoot it, how, how it's shot, and who walks with it mm-hmm. on the runway. You know. What are your parting shots, Alina, for those who are listening today, those who are trying to move African on? synergy, African collaboration, mm. you know, consistency in what we're doing. And it's just very important that we, you know, we come together and, you know, we don't actually just do it during Africa Month, but we continue to do it after Africa Month. And we need that educational drive with our consumers as well within Africa, you know, because it's one thing to actually now have this creative, uh, 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 what is it, products and actually just African products that are, you know, High end, but if no one's going to buy them and understand them and we're going to market them the real way, there's no point. So it's the, like, as you said, it's a package, mm. you know, of everything. Mm. What are your parting shots, uh, Theo, around this topic? Um, do you know what? I'm so mm. optimistic because just having listened to this, you know, this talk today, I mean, we're, we are on our way and I think it's really about collaboration, collaboration, collaboration. We just really have to sit at the table and see how, what is our next step? Strate- mm. Strategy. Mm-hmm. I'm a great believer in strategy. Mm. That is one thing. And Theo, yeah. I also agree with you mm. on the step by step. Yeah. Nothing mm. is, you yes. cannot wake up today and become yes. DR tomorrow. Yes. Trees. People are looking for microwaves and yes. solutions. This is not a micro world. Guys, it's been so great having you on the show. We are definitely out of time. But before we go for 30 seconds each, who would you want to address and why is our last segment? But obviously I've rushed it because we've been talking about a very serious conversation here. Edgy, we are going to start with you. Okay, let's start with Alina. Oh, Lord, let's well, let always do this. Our ministers, I mean, I just want to address most of them because, hey, they need to support African products and local designers. Okay. Theo, who would you want to address and why? That's what a question to just throw. Do you know what? I don't want to dress anybody. I like no, dressing we, no, myself. No, 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 no. Okay. So <laughs> this here. is it. No, I like to dress myself because I like different things. And I think I should be a walking show person for what we have in Africa. There you go. Wow. Edgy, who would you want to dress and why? 
My go-to girl, Liz. Oh my gosh, how can you dress me every ah. other week? <laughs> okay, fine. Edgy. <laughs> what about you, Liz? Listen, you know what? I want to dress Theo. <laughs> I want to dress Theo because I think she's really, she handles herself with so much grace. She's got so much sass. She's like an African queen, you know? Oh, really. A, you, you carry it so true. well. So I would want to dress Theo. I want to thank you. She's just saying all. that because she wants, you no, know. No, no, listen, because I, I only saw you today after so long, but guys, it's been really nice having you on the show. I really appreciate the time. Um, I appreciate the effort. I appreciate what you're doing within your different spaces to make sure that we get to where we need to get to. Africa, if you're listening, if you want to continue the conversation, we're on www.fashionlabafrica.com. Peace and love. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com.